Hey, hockey moms, check out bluelinehockeyclub.com for all the past and future podcasts. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by... Ever wonder why hockey sticks cost so damn much? What makes them so expensive? The carbon? The tooling? Nope, it's the marketing. Sponsoring those pros, buying advertising, it adds up, and you pay for all of it. So the guys at ARC Hockey started ARC to make state-of-the-art sticks that don't cost a car payment. And while their sticks are handmade of a 100% high-quality carbon fiber in the same factories as the big brands, they are bringing them directly to you from the only place you can find them, archockey.com. No pros, no middlemen, no endorsement contracts to pay for, just guys like you who love hockey. So check them out at archockey.com. That's A-R-C hockey.com. Exciting episode of the Blue Line Hockey Club. We've got episode 49 tonight, and we have the usual suspects sitting in with us. We have Patrick Uncle Lardy Sullivan. What's up, Patrick? Aloha. And the local nerd on staff, hanging out in Amsterdam. I do see a little red light behind him in the window. Ooh, Robbie P. Peters. Hey, how's your mom and him? <laughs> we also have the all-around sports guru, the guy we go for all of our sports news. Derek D. Train, he too. What's up, Derek? What's up, Sweenos? And your host tonight, Mark the Doctor Morley. Meow. Oh, Doctor. Oh, Doctor. Hey, we got some very special guests sitting in with us tonight. We have Jacob Bardown and Oli posting in. How's it going, boys? What's, What's up, fellas? You guys hanging out with your first boys? Yeah, pleasure. We're looking for uh, some some training from you boys. <laughs> What's going on? I mean, on everyone today? needs some fun these days. Oh my god! Oh. Especially yeah, we're still working on skating backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's also Jacob's biggest problem too. Is he has a tough time skating backwards? <laughs> I skate the best backwards. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, I do. I play defense, dumb dumb. Yeah, but you skate forwards when the play is going back in your zone. I don't even know why. Yeah, I'm trying to catch everyone. He <laughs> told you, boys. You guys are like famous. Are you? You guys got really famous because you're just like one of the best hockey players in, in North America, or is it just because you're really good at teaching fundies? Uh, it's like a a mixture of both, really, because like we're two natural athletes and purebred legends. Um, <laughs> of course. So obviously, we're the best at puck um, playing it. Um, but, you know, the leagues just aren't up to standard, like, where we need it to be so that we can play. So we made ourselves the best coaches as well, and that's why we teach everyone how to be better. Yeah, I've caught some, caught some of your, your epis. They're, they're, uh, they're pretty exciting. I mean, I've seen you guys teaching some of these top NHL guys, like, out of uh, slap shots and one-timers. Like, what's your expertise? Uh, well, me, for me personally, I'm more like of a skill player, like a sniper, Flash playmaker, flash with like a little bit enforcer. Um, so I kind of teach some more skill guys like Connor, you know, shooting. That's my forte. 
Um, Jacob really doesn't have anything. More of like, <laughs> he, he claims he's like a D-man, but I I'm mean, you guys have all seen him shoot. Yeah, I'm the most well. I'm the most well-rounded player, actually. They call me a stay-at-home, offensive, threatening, enforcer D-man. So, <laughs> got it all. I'm, Covers it all. I'm, yeah, I'm actually the best player in the league, but I'm also super humble. So I let Oli think he's better than me. <laughs> yeah, Jacob, you got the best backhand slap shot I ever seen. Back clappy. The back clappy. Back clappy. Yeah, it's a blisterer for sure. I've broken like several nets just with one shot before, so I try not to bring that arsenal out in too many games because I don't want to hurt any of the pros. So you guys into uh, just wooden sticks? Or are you thinking about going into composite sticks here eventually? Uh, it's mainly just woods for us because you know a lot of the newer sticks are not very useful. They're super grippy and lightweight, so <laughs> I mean that's not really going to help your wrist strengthen up, or it's not going to help you release the puck quicker. So. I think we may just stick with the woodies. You think with That's the wood right. you can get more of a greasy snapper? Or? Yeah, the the oh, better your wood, the greasier the snapper. I agree totally. That's what the Rob always said. Twisted the, wrist, uh, too. I like the twisted, twisted wrist. Wrist. Yeah. What do you guys think is the, um, you know, things that you could teach some of the D guys? I know we talked about all these uh, these shots, but what do you work on with the D guys? Um, well, obviously, that's, like, my forte is defense. Um, so one of the biggest things that I like to talk about is the shots from the bluey and a lot of, a lot of coaches are saying like find a seam and just try and get it to the, towards the net. Um, what I'm thinking though, is you're going to try and take out ankles one at a time. And so if you're shooting low, you're taking out ankles. Uh, but I'd prefer seeing high shots because if you get someone in the neck and they can't breathe, then they can't dangle. Right. That's true. High and heavy always. Yeah, exactly. You just want to you just want to part them. <laughs> Send the first one by their eyebrows. Exactly. Little chin music never hurt anyone. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, what would be for some of the younger listeners? What do you have for, you know, some of our younger guys that, that are listening right now? Uh well, it's pretty straightforward. Obviously, the main goal of playing is just to impress the scouties. Um, you know, because that's the people who are going to take you to the next le- the next level. You know, we're not playing for the logo. We're playing for the name bar because that team's not going to go anywhere. So, I mean, a lot of celebrations, right, right Jacob? That's right, boys. Lots of sellies <laughs> every chance you get. Trying to impress the yeah, uh, we don't even score. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you, you just got to look really good out there. You got to be flashy. The, the more time that you have the biscuit on your twig, the better, because then everyone's obviously focused on you. So dump and chase is not a smart move. Uh, just keep the biscuit That's the move on. move we're trying to take out, boys. Yeah. yeah. No I more dump you. and chasing. I hear you. Get rid I of hate that. dump and chase. That's a pussy move anyway. It's like, here, I, I can't have the puck anymore. Here, you take it. Exactly. It's like, hey, I don't want to score a goal, so I'm just going to put it in your corner. And the only... <laughs> The only time that you do want to do that is when you got a guy's number, and so you put it into his corner soft, and then you run straight through him numbies first. <laughs> <laughs> of course. His face needs to be at the glass. Yeah. You, want, you got to talk about your time in the Bangladesh Elite League. How was that? Uh, well, it's pretty greasy. You, you guys know it's obviously a little bit higher than the Chell. Um, a lot of the yeah. boys probably like if you have the Connors or the Larkins would go up there, you know, they'd be average players. 
but I dominated it. Uh, I hold a lot of records. Jacob knows that. He watches a lot of my game tapes. I don't, I don't know why, but... I don't watch any of your game uh, tapes. I caught you in the hotel last week watching my game tapes. I wasn't was watching naked? your game tapes. <laughs> it was. So, yeah, boy. So, you know, it's a lot higher, but... I mean, I, I may go back one day. It just depends on if I'm... If I feel like playing a couple seasons in the Chell. So, it's still undecided. What about Jacob? What about your league? Yeah. Yeah, I was in the Virgin Island Elite League. Took seven years with the Coconut Cutters. Um, yeah, I, obviously, I started early and I set a record in my first game for uh, most stick infractions in one period. Uh, set that high at 13. Um, yeah, unfortunately, coach <laughs> kicked me out for the rest of the game. I would have went a lot higher, but he told me to hit the stand. But they had good chicken fingies, so I wasn't too upset about that. Ooh, nice. Some poutine? Yeah, they. I. It wasn't there yet because I introduced them to it. Obviously, oh, that's a Virgin Canadian Islands, delicacy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's definitely there now. So after a few months there, we got the poutine up in the press box for me. Excellent. <laughs> Couple beaver tails, you also. Yeah, the best. So are people are taking notes in the airport right now, listening to this stuff, getting all your secrets. Uh, no, I we're kind of we're kind of in a quiet room, but. Just so we don't want people to see, you know, or us leak our secrets, but I think it's already out there. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing fundies on the fly today, so we're just, uh, we went undercover. I'm in a plaid jacket instead of a vest today. <laughs> <laughs> Big time undercover. Yeah. Nice. Who's one of the best NHL players that you guys actually, you know, were able to teach some fundies to that had actually sunk in? Uh, I think Johnny's one of our main guys. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, at the beginning of last year, we actually predicted the exact amount of points Johnny would get, right, Jacob? That's right, boys. Nice. Yeah, yeah we said we were when one we point off. So when we were in Boston working with us with him, we told him that after the fundies, he was on pace for uh, 86 points that season, um, and he took it to heart, you know, and he tried really hard and. He got 85 points, so he let us down by not getting 86, but we really <laughs> helped his game out, and we feel like we did him a solid, you know? Uh, Plus, he got Jack $80 million, so you, you're welcome, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make yeah sure that's he, nice he, he buys you guys a beer or something. No, we right? asked like, him. We're, like, we're waiting for it. He didn't even, like, send a fruit basket or, like, a hockey card or anything. <laughs> Maple syrup. Yeah, he forgot where he came from. Yeah, greedy. So what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing for training these days? Anything? uh, Anything new and uh, exciting coming out? Anything abnormal Um, for training? uh, Yeah. If I don't need training. If you guys could see this right now, Jacob has like thirteen donuts that he's eating right now. (laughs) So obviously Jacob's not training. I don't know what he's eating, but I'm trying healthy. It's training. me boys, I'm on like a strict diet because, like I said, I'm a playmaker, so, so I like to keep it light. You're not on a and diet. I don't work out because I don't want to get hurt. So you literally just ripped four hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't put any condiments on it, Jacob. That doesn't matter. That's what I get you. Yeah, Ollie, tell us about uh, those cowboy boots. Those are uh, pretty flashier. Those alligator skin, or what are those? Gator boots? Moms. They're uh, moms. <laughs> Shut up, Jacob. <laughs> well, they are. No, they're not my. 
<laughs> well, the whole thing, boys, is I found them in the closet at, at my your house. mom's room. I, thought, I getting there, I, so I thought they were my dad's boys because they were super sick, but it turns out they're my mom's. I mean, I wasn't too thrilled about it, but I mean, they're they're super lightweight, and like when I run, you know, they're aerodynamic, so it's easier yeah. for, for me to run. Yeah, they're fast. And Jacob's got uh, the uh, Velcros that he can just slide on quick and take off. Good torque. Yeah, every aspect of me is about speed. So getting the wheels on, they go on super right. quick. They got <laughs> unreal traction, and they don't go they don't go very far up the legs. So because I have such small legs, I can just cut through the wind. So it's just all about speed with me, and that's why I chose the Velcros. Good choice. When you guys uh, get done with your hockey fundies for the day, do you head out to the pub? And who's who's good with the girls? Uh, I'm actually the best with the girls, boys. Uh, no, you're not. You know, I'm a smooth <laughs> talker. You know, a lot of girls like me because of my hair. Um, I get a lot of digits on the road and even at never home, even... too, just because I'm a threat, boys. I'm an absolute threat. And Jake You've never even talked scared. to a girl. You've never even talked to a girl. Yeah, I did on Facebook. <laughs> no, you didn't. I, I told a chick I loved her after our first date. Yeah, and then she blocked you. <laughs> Gotta try Tinder next no, time. It, it's not true, boy. She didn't block me. I, I don't know what happened, but she didn't block me. She blocked them. What kind of drinks do you boys drink when you hit the uh, pubs up? Do you drink beers, wine coolers, or what do you boys like? Bottles and drinks. Uh, Oli's, Oli's a big fan of, like, you know the, the Bacardi Breezer thingies? So, yeah. like... <laughs> Super fruity ones and apple teenies. Yeah, those are cute. And uh, I I prefer to stick with the wobbly pops. So just your standard Canadian beers. Nice. I crush really teenies, like boys. I absolutely crush them. <laughs> you got to be on top of your game when you're hanging out with these uh, elite hockey players. That's right. So what do you guys think about any trades? Did you hear about some trades today? Today's the big trade trade deadline. I see uh, Simmons is in Nashville. What do you guys think about Simmons? Yeah, we saw that. Simmons is an absolute beauty. Uh, he's a beast. Uh, not a good trade, I personally don't think. Simmons for, what is it, Hartman? Yeah, that's what it went for. Not, it's not a good trade. Uh, but I guess whoever was doing that kind of screwed up and left out a couple pages. But, <laughs> I mean, you guys are, what do you think? Yeah, I wasn't, I mean, where did, where did he where did he go? Where did Simmons even go? Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, so Nash- Nashville, that's a good pick for them, but uh, obviously the Flyers, Flyers really let that one down. So yeah. I, I wasn't happy to see the Flyers do that because I like that organization, but, I mean, they got to do what they got to do. I guess they just didn't do their homework. So, yeah. <laughs> Simmons is a big fan of you boys, too. Love Simmons, man. He's an absolute weapon. What's next for you boys? Where are you headed? Uh, we're heading home for a couple days. Um, I got some contract talks with a couple NHL teams, so that's why we're heading home. And don't Deadline. Head, Deadline's done. Yeah, but I'm different. So I got a couple talks, boys. Um, and then we're off to uh, Boston, I believe. Heading to Boston. Bean town. What's going on in Boston? Well, we're going to be uh, searching for that little rat and teach him a lesson. <laughs> Marshawn. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, go we're through all. You, we're going through all the sewers and find that that duck bag. 
what does he need to do to work on his game anyways? Flick people in the face. Yeah. First things oh. first, get that tongue in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's not that's not a good sell either. That's a that's a bad selly. I mean like he's a he's a great player, he is a beauty, absolutely, but I mean, I don't know any other person who wants to know what someone else's sweat tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a different bird right there. Speaking of sellies, I think your best selly personally is your harpoon. That selly's the uh, best. Harpoon, yeah. that's my go to. Yeah. I like actually that. showed Jacob that one year and uh when he came out to watch one of my practices in Bangladesh. I yeah. absolutely undressed the team and ripped I ripped the hole in the tendy and then I did it and he's like, Oh, I'm gonna use that. So, you know You never use that one. You never use that one. You Jacob had one goal last year, boys. That's it. Yeah, nice. I harpoon. <laughs> yeah. What besides a harpoon, uh, what's your other favorite Sally to do? I'm a big fan of the punt, boys. I like the punt, oh, too, yeah. That, that, that's kind of my go-to, the punt. and uh, I mean, it's hard because I score a lot of goals, so it's tough to pick what's my best one. But I think I'm going to go with the punt. The flag yeah, a, a good one, too. Flagpole, flagpole is one of my standard sellies. So that's a classic. Uh, flagpole and the Twizzler and the Harpoon. Obviously, I have the best sellies. I don't get a lot, of, a lot of ice time, so I have a lot of time to think about how I would sell you if I did. <laughs> I like, I like when they ride their stick. You don't see that too often anymore. I ride the pony. That's a classic. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's not happening anymore. Apparently, it's too cool. Uh, not there's not enough sellies. It's always the standard fist pump, and you know it's got a, one of these boys got to break out and do something fun for once. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about Carolina? No, uh, you know, you know, uh, uh, no comment on my part. Uh, <laughs> jerk. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm torn cause I get what they're doing. Like they're just keeping the fans engaged after the big W's. Um, uh, I definitely think they could use a little more creative, do something a little more fun, maybe, uh, mix it up here and there, but, I get what they're trying to do, so I'm not going to rag on them too hard. That might be your yeah, next you happy. Yeah, yeah, you guys. Maybe they, maybe they can contract two boys out, figure some celebrations. That might be a smart I move. <laughs> be your agent next week. So I just go wanted uh, once more before we let you boys go, talk about your first episode when uh, you took the skates out onto the concrete and uh, you guys are going so fast, there were sparks. Tell us about that, and how are those skates doing today? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that epi was, uh, it actually got leaked, so we <laughs> had no intention of posting it, and someone just leaked it on us, and that was when we had no choice but to show the world the fundies. Um, but yeah, obviously you can tell by that video, like, our strides are just the most powerful out there because we <laughs> went like two or three inches into the creek there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, ever since then, we've we've had no choice but to just give the world what it wants, and that's the fundies, and that's uh, Oli and Jacob. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Who, who likes taking the clapper the most? Who likes to soak it? Uh, Jake, Jacob's a big clapper kind of guy. Yeah, I've, I got the round the world goalie killer, and I mean, I have I have clappers that I've invented, 
so obviously it's my shot. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, it's just insanely powerful. I'm just a That's quick good. release in stride kind of player, so. Well, we'll be uh, we'll be checking out the future Epis, trying to pick up on a little of the fundies that you guys are putting down. And the Blue Line Hockey Club really appreciates it, appreciates you guys coming on and and filling us in about um, you know what you guys are doing, and and we'll keep watching, man. It's awesome stuff. So we appreciate it. Great job, guys. Keep well, it thank up. Thank you, boys, for having us, guys. We really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. thanks so much, fellas. It's been a blast. Keep it up, boys. Have a good fight. All right, yep. take care, Safe guys. Travels, fellas. Thank you. Cheers. Awesome. All right. On the bench, boy. Yeah, all right, guys. On the bench. Jacob Bardown and Ole Poston and what a what a group of guys to talk to. I mean, that was kind of what more episodes we've done. And uh, you know, that's something for our listeners to to uh, listen to and check them out on all their videos. If they haven't seen them yet, this will help promote them a little bit and let them know what they're doing. It's good stuff. It's really crazy how, you know, that first episode of them skating on their, they put on some skates and skated in the summer on some concrete. And um, ever since it kind of snowballed, you know, for the listeners out there, I don't know, uh, you must be living under a rock, but these guys are all over NHL TV, NHL network. Um, They actually are at the NHL award ceremonies in Vegas. They're all over the place, but uh it's just crazy how, you know, YouTube can, you know, is a platform that can take you to another level with some crazy hockey stuff. And, you know, it's it's not too far off, you know, what they're kind of, you know, interact or trying to be, you know, the Canadians, how they act and how they talk. It's uh, I think it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. Yeah, we were we were talking about how the NHL is starving for, you know, content and and these boys stepped up and they're filling it. I think it's great. Uh, we've we've said over and over again. There's there's no two paths to the NHL, and these guys found another path. You know, they made their own own way. It's great. Not to yeah, mention I mean, the videos are, you know, awesome. I mean, they're meeting NHL players. Um, you know, they were on the uh, Spent Chicklet show. I meant to ask him about that. They played uh, Paul Bisnet. Uh, Paul Bisnet. They played with him. Did some bubble hockey. But, yeah, you're right, Rob. I mean, there's so many different ways. And the NHL is kind of starving, in my opinion, for, you know, content on TV. It runs – the NHL network runs 247, and uh, they have a lot of replays of old games. And Yeah, there's not um, enough games to keep that channel full. Yeah, so – They don't have the rights to every game either to play every game on there. So, like, middle of the day you're watching, like, last night's replay because all the games are at 7 o'clock at night. So they have a real void between, like, 11 and – six you know yeah great stuff boys it was good glad to have them on all right we'll get into a little bit of hockey talk now and uh we've got a lot going on in the nhl world and uh it's been a crazy week with the trade deadline um on monday so um we'll get into that a little later in the show we'll just want to give a shout out to arc hockey we're a big uh big uh sp- sponsor of ours and you know, we really want to promote their sticks that we've been using in our men's leagues. And, you know, they're, they're great sticks. If you haven't checked them out, go to arcocky.com um, and, and see what they have to offer. And you get a stick for half the price of some of the big names. And it's really good quality stuff. And we seem to really like it when we've been using them. So how's like your clapper hockey. with them, Mark? You got a nice clapper? Yeah, my clapper's all right. But my fucking greasy snapper is awesome. <laughs> Actually, I had a game today. I caught some guy right in the chin. So 
I said, how do you like that fucking greasy snapper, buddy? <laughs> yeah, just just to elaborate on our cocky. They're really cheap. They uh, they go for like what well, like a hundred bucks. Uh, I think they're one hundred and forty. But if you use our promotion code uh, Blue Line as the promotion code, you can uh, get thirty dollars off and get them just over a hundred dollars. So yeah, good deal. So that's pretty cheap for a graphite stick compared to two fifty. So uh, yeah, go on to our cocky. Uh, put in uh, the uh, Blue Line code and uh, get thirty percent off. So that is our first intermission break with our sponsor, Arc Hockey. Now we are going to get into what's going on in the sports world with our boy, Maddie B. Smoking. Maddie B. Still looking for that jewel sponsor, fellas. <laughs> what's the flavor? So we keep saying it up. I might give you a couple free things to juice. We're going to have to reach out to Jewel. At least. Let's do something. What do you got for us in this week in sports? Um, some interesting things going on in the world of sports today uh, in the past week as well. In Major League Baseball, spring training is in full swing. Colorado Rockies signed six-time Gold Glove winner Nolan Ariano to a $260 million extension, Ooh, averaging $32.5 million annually. Uh, Bryce yeah. Harper, he remains unsigned. Um, but, you know, they always uh, line up these contracts one after the other. Everyone's trying to outdo the next. So if that's any indicator, it's not looking like Harper's going to get his desired $40 million per year, 10-year, $400 million contract. Um, you know, the word is that he's going to figure to fall around maybe $34 million uh, per year. Wow, Poor right? Yeah. Poor the highest paid player in baseball right now is Clayton Kershaw. He's got a $33 million uh, annual salary. And he remains sidelined with the Los Angeles Dodgers. They don't think he's going to be in their uh, opening game of the 2019-2020 campaign. Uh, his bobblehead night is actually their third home game, so they're shooting for that. Uh, <laughs> NBA news, Los Angeles Lakers continue – uh, they're slide out of playoff contention. They're currently three games out of the eighth spot in the Western Conference. Golden State Warriors appear to be a lock for home court advantage throughout. Denver oh, Nuggets are a surprising uh, surprising team this year. A bunch of uh, young players coming up in the league. Uh, they're making a late-season push. They're sitting in the number two spot. Oklahoma City Thunder in the third spot. Houston Rockets MVP James Harden ended his streak of 30 consecutive point games uh, that ended at 32 games with a victory wow. over the Atlanta Hawks. 32 games. Uh, not even close to Wilt the Stilt, though. He acknowledged that after the game as well as acknowledging the fact that he thinks it's good for his team to get past that stretch uh, or streak, if you will, uh, so the team can just kind of move forward with their playoff push. In the Eastern Conference, the Bucks sit atop uh, the Eastern Conference in the number one spot. Toronto Raptors are at number two. The Pacers, the 76ers, and the Boston Celtics round out the top five. Uh, golf news, gentlemen. Martin Trainer won the Puerto Rico Open. He shot 15 under par. Training. The PGA has the Honda Classic this Honda week. Honda Classic. $6.8 million purse. That's going to start February 28th. World rank rankings remain consistent with Justin Rose in the top spot. Johnson, Thompson, Kepka, DeChambeau round out the top five. Tiger Woods has climbed up one spot to number 12 in the world. Division I'm one's women. Go ahead. Hey, he's coming. Yeah, yeah, he's it's slow and steady, but that's the way it's been forever. So any progress is like progress in the Tiger Woods campaign. Women's Division One hockey rankings, Minnesota reclaims the top spot going back and forth with Wisconsin, who currently sits at number two. Three through five remain the same with Northeastern, Cornell, and Clarkson rounding out the top five. Men's Division One oh, hockey, 21 weeks this year, St. Cloud State has been in the top 15 in the country, and they remain locked in as the top team in the country. They've received 49 of 50 first-place votes. No changes in two through five as UMass sits at two, Minnesota Duluth at three, Minnesota State at four, and Quinnipiac round out uh, the top five there. 
We're going to jump to uh, the NFL. I'm sure everybody's heard this, but uh, Patriots owner Robert Kraft has been charged with two counts of soliciting prostitution in Jupiter, Florida. Robin Johnson. Both counts are misdemeanors. The second charge coming. <clears throat> the second charge coming <laughs> in the morning of the AFC Championship game. Kraft sits on five yeah. boards with the NFL, and it appears Roger Goodell will wait until the legal process is played out before levying any elite punishments. This is just something I want to throw in there uh, on the side here, gentlemen, and our, to our viewers. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones is in the news. He recently purchased a $350 million, or pardon me, a $250 million yacht. Now, the crazy thing to me is that's $100 million more than he actually bought the Cowboys for back in 1989. Daniel Schneider, as, as well as Arthur Blank, also uh, have recently purchased $100 million yachts, too. And it just begs the question, when is enough enough? You know, yeah. um, it's crazy money. All these leagues, the things these people are pushing for is crazy. Uh, the NFL's little brother, the AAF, uh, was in action this past week. We have uh, Trent Richardson continues to do his thing in the AAF. He's leading the league in rushing touchdowns as he produced three more touchdowns in Sunday's victory, bringing his total through three games to six. The Birmingham Iron defeated the Atlanta Legends 28-12. to The San Diego Fleet stopped San Antonio 31-11. to The Salt Lake Stallions ran past Arizona Hot Shots 23-15. to while the Orlando Apollo stole one from the Memphis Express, 21 to 17. Um, I just want to throw this in there, too. Um, you know, this is just a personal opinion, but the AAF, you know, you can hate it, you can love it, but they certainly have some unique rules. I uh, just wanted to throw a couple of those out at you guys. On passing downs, the defense is limited to five players in the box in blitzing situations in an effort to produce more offense. It's obviously an offensive-driven league, so, so pretty much is every sport. You know, no kickoffs, no extra points. Uh, play clocks have been shortened. And the one that intrigues me the most is if your team is down more than 17 with less than five minutes to go, they cannot onside kick. Instead, they give them the ball um, on their own 28-yard line, and they call it a fourth and 12. And if you're successful, you keep the ball. So the AAF is trying to do some um, quirky little things to the league to try to gain some views, try to gain some attention to their league while continuing to kind of be like a, a little minor league system for the NFL. So, you know, some interesting things going on around the world in sports. Some things remain the same, but all in all, you know, any week in sports is a good week in sports. Yeah, I just want to say the Honda Classic's coming all up. Right, man. Thanks, everyone. This uh, weekend, like Matt said, that's the uh, golf course I golfed uh, a few weeks ago. So I'm pretty excited to watch that, check out the holes that I uh, – duffed on and scraped up a little bit so uh everyone watch that and uh, it should be pretty interesting it would be neat for you to see what the fairways look like yeah <laughs> just to see the holes anyways you know they got the famous bear trap there the 16 17 and 18 hole um pretty tough holes all over water i couldn't make them over it at all i just watched but uh yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to watch that. It's almost uh, this year as exciting as a Masters for me just because uh, I got a chance to play on that course. And they're done that. Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. My parents actually usually go to that down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's cool. Their hospital, my uncle works at, it's a basic sponsor, so I enjoy that too. Do you guys see the, the news? Roberto Lolongo, number three in wins this week. Reached, uh, I think, third, third overall in wins. Oh, did he? Nice. Yeah, so it was big for him to uh, 
moving to third of all time on wins list. So. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. I like Roberto Lalongo. Um, a lot of trades went on this week. Uh, you know, we thought the whole uh, Columbus Blue Jackets with Panarin and Bobrovsky would be the uh, headliner. Nothing happened there. They actually stayed in Columbus. Both will be uh, free agents here coming up in July. So a lot of people are speculating, you know, if Columbus goes deep into the playoffs, will they sign those two for a long-term extension? Or will the boys uh, decide to go elsewhere? And, you know, if they do go elsewhere, it's going to be a short-term uh, contract, nothing that uh, will tie them in, you know, for six, seven years. So, you know, it'll be kind of weird, exciting to watch, uh, see how Columbus does in the playoffs, to see if uh, they make it a run. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know that one of the teams that probably lost the most is Ottawa. I mean, they traded three of their top guys out. It was Zingle and, and Mark Stone going to Vegas and uh, Duchesne. I mean, I, I saw something where um, there was a post online of they had a picture of the 2017 uh, Stanley Cup run they had, and there was only six players left from that team in, you know, two years or whatever it's been, a year and a half. There's only uh, six players left. So, They've really dealt everybody, and the talk now is like uh, Brady Kachuk is supposed to be stepping up as him and um, what's his name, the the defenseman for Shabbat. Shabbat, yeah. Him and him and Brady are supposed to be Brady Kachuk, supposed to be the two leaders of that team now. So, I mean, we talked about Brady Kachuk leaving early, whether it was a good idea, I think, you know, a few episodes back. And uh, I guess that was a good idea for him to leave because now he's a leader on uh, the Ottawa Senators. I mean, they're in the bottom of the barrel, but still, you know, who knows what the fuck's going on with that organization. Yeah, they just had the two Kachuk brothers played each other in Ottawa. Um, you know, one playing for Calgary, one playing for Ottawa. Um, Matthews in Calgary, Brady's in Ottawa. So that was all over the NHL news. Um, Brady actually had a a goal that game actually Matthew had a goal too but it was called back goalie interference um, but Brady had a really nice um, breakaway goal um, whole family was there I think there was 30 some family members they had jerseys that were half Calgary half Ottawa so um, Walt was in attendance obviously and uh, just you know just really great to see you know the father played in the NHL and the two boys now so that was pretty cool, and that was all over the NHL news. Um, getting back to the trade deadline. Yeah, just, just, just real, just yeah, real quick on that, Pat. I, re I read something this week on uh, when Walt was Kachuk was at that game. He was asked about you know the trade deadline, and he was he was saying that he really hoped that Ottawa would sign Stone and keep Stone there. So the backstory on that is when Brady Kachuk came to Ottawa, at 19 years old, Mark Stone took him into his house with him and his girlfriend, let him live there just until uh, recently he got his his new place so i guess he has been a mentor for brady kachuk and has been helping him on and off the ice and coming into the nhl and stuff so um i know the kachuk family was kind of pissed that stone left but now brady kachuk kind of going into a role as a leader at a young age so yeah kind of cool yeah he's a hot guy there now brady it's all about brady kachuk so big it's actually his girlfriend uh mark stone's girlfriend that took him in derek his father's the one that snipped near nuts last week and you're nuts. Yep. <laughs> nice. Small yep. world. Small world. So, Pat, let's get in some more trades here, bud. 
Well, I, the one thing that was kind of uh, intriguing to me was three out of the four divisional leaders kind of were um, stayed quiet um, during the trade deadline. Tampa, the Islanders, and Calgary. Um, they didn't do anything really. Um, Nashville was, you know, all in for me. It seemed like they were all in and um, picked up Wayne Simmons and Granlin from Minnesota, which is huge. Um, they're definitely looking to make a playoff push, looking to win that Stanley Cup this year. And I think with signing those two, that's that's pretty big for them. But, um, you know, Tampa stacked. Um, you know, someone I heard that uh, their AHL affiliate, um, Syracuse Crunch, they're stacked too. They have like five to seven players that are they NHL. They beat the sense. Yeah, they have five to seven players that are NHL ready that should be playing in the NHL, but they don't want to get rid of them. The Islanders, you know, with Trotz and Lou Lamorello, I mean, they're doing wonders down there. They're first in the Metropolitan League. Um, Calgary kind of surprised me. I thought they would kind of go out and pick up a goalie. I thought they might get Jimmy Howard. Um, You know, they only really have that. They have two goalies, but the one goalie is the primary. Uh, If he gets hurt. Um, they're kind of get, they'll be shit out of luck. Uh, so I was surprised Calgary didn't try to go out and get a goaltender. You know, they're stacked up front, but, uh, like I said before, in other podcasts, it takes two goalies, two real good goalies to win the Stanley cup. So yeah, that's what I took out of the, uh, trade deadline that, you know, three out of the four divisional leaders didn't do anything. So, yeah. um, like you say, though, Pat, Tampa's. Tampa's stacked, so who the hell are they going to bring in anyways to help them? You know what I mean? But yeah. you look at a team like the Islanders, I think the Islanders, they're a team, you know, they may not may not be stacked like the, the Lightning, but I think what you're seeing there is a team that where the coach and the GM feel like that team has, like, a specific chemistry. And I, I think uh, they probably didn't want to disrupt that at all. I, that would be my guess because it just they're a surprise team to begin with and usually like with a surprise team they just have a locker room that's super tight knit and a, a really neat chemistry going on and that, my guess would be they didn't want to disrupt that yeah i don't want to throw a wrench into any yeah. of the chemistry or anything which i totally agree and i mean they're like goal differentials like 94 they just they have 100 points now i think they're ahead by 12 or 15 points in that league in that division and uh, they have a couple easy games coming up. So, um, actually, they have – I shouldn't say easy. They play Boston here soon. Um, that's being uh, advertised all over the NHL network. Um, Clash of the Titans, they're calling it. Um, that's going to be a big game here in the next uh, – uh, Pat, what is the – you got the inside info on, on the Wild. How Like, how is the Granlin trade uh, being taken there, you – Got any insight on that? I mean, yeah, it was a surprise. It was a surprise. No one thought that Granlin was even, you know, a question. Hendricks was uh, traded. Everyone kind of knew he was going to get traded. Uh, The word everyone thought Stahl would be gone. Um, He actually was the opposite and signed an extension for three more years. Yeah, so. It was a big surprise for Minnesota to uh, find out that Granlin was traded. So yeah, just to touch on that quick because we watch a lot of games. Granlin hasn't produced lately. Um, you know, he's supposed to be a guy that's you know leading that team and producing, and he struggled as of late, um, actually for like a couple months. And 
you know, they also got rid of Coyle over to Boston and Ryan Donato's come in and people question that trade too, um, just because the size factor and stuff like that. But he's been having a point pretty much every game he's been in. And uh, I think they I think they're happy they got Donato in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, they, they beat uh, Winnipeg last night, big win. They beat uh, St. Louis, big win. Um, so I think they're on a four-game winning streak. They play uh, Calgary tomorrow. Then they play Nashville back-to-back Sunday and Tuesday. And then they head off to Florida to play Tampa. And then they play the Panthers. Um, so they got they got some games, tough games ahead of them. So we'll see what pans out. But uh, <clears throat> so far it's been working out. I don't know what it is, but the chemistry or whatnot, it's uh, turned things around. Maybe it's uh, lit a little fire under everyone's asses. Derek, how about the Rangers? Touch on well, yeah, well, they had a, a little bit more of their sell-off, right? So Hayes is gone now, uh, shipped him off. Uh, Zuccarello sent off. Uh, those are, you know, those are stalwarts of that team. So um, I don't know. Lundquist, I think we talked about this a little bit before we came on. He kind of got a little bit teary-eyed over, uh, over Zuccarello even. So, Zuccarello is um, hurt now, too, four to six weeks. Yeah, for Right, first game, first game he played. I think he had a goal and an assist, right? And then he got yeah. injured, uh, some kind of upper body arm injury, something like that. So, um, regardless, Zuccarello is one of my favorite Rangers, honestly. So I kind of hated to see that happen, but kind of the writing was on the wall with the youth movement that's going on there. There seems to be a lot of youth movements going on in the NHL to begin with. So yeah. I don't know how I don't know how that will pan out. You got to have, you know, I, I I guess I just feel maybe old school. You got to have some veteran guys in that locker room, but they're going, uh, they're going full scale rebuild. So see what happens. Yeah. And just to touch on, uh, touch on this trade stuff a little more is the trade deadline has ended and the unrestricted free agent is, uh, coming up in June on the first, uh, some of these guys might just be loners, you know, like yeah. uh, I know Mark Stone has, has signed a deal with Vegas already. I think it was $76 million deal. Um, so he's locked in in Vegas, but you know some of these other guys that get traded, you know, they might not get signed, and they still might be uh, free agents coming in June. So yeah, they to do that. They say Hayes is just a rental for Winnipeg. They still have to sign a bunch of guys up there. They got to sign Line A, um, a bunch of other guys. I forget who. I want to say they had four or five guys with uh, significant contracts if they want to keep them. So uh, I don't. I don't think you're going to see Hayes. Um, Next year in a Winnipeg jersey. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I know there was talk of uh, loaning Jimmy Howard out and then trying to sign him back with the Wings after the season. Um, I was some talk that I heard going on. There's some inside uh, scoop, but it didn't happen. Yeah, that's what they're saying about Simmons, too. They they kind of loaned him to um, Nashville, and they there's a lot of NHL insiders that are predicting that Simmons will be right back in Philly next year. All right, guys. That's uh, I mean, there's pro- there's a bunch of other trades that we haven't talked about, but we could talk about them all night. So yeah, we'd be here all night talking about them. Talk about um the most ones we give a shit about, and we'll move on. Uh, to get into just a little rundown of our conferences real quick, um, and just give the listeners a little idea of what's happening as far as wild. I mean, we're getting closer. We've got less than twenty games left, so I mean, these wild card spots are. are you know, every game counts now, you know, like with uh, Minnesota winning five. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, that's been, 
Yeah, they're lucky they've got five in a row. They'd be right out of that wild card because I think they're only in the wild card by like one or two points. So if you guys want to, Pat, you want to go into? Uh, yeah, Central? not much. Not much has changed out in the uh, um, Central. You know, Nashville is still on top. It's pretty close with Winnipeg. Winnipeg lost to uh, Minnesota last night, which uh, would have jumped them in first place. Um, St. Louis is up there. St. Louis has been on a hot streak. Um, Minnesota finally beat them two days ago. Um, so, like I said, it's been the same. Nashville, Winnipeg up top, Dallas, Minnesota, and St. Louis, you know, fighting for that third, fourth, and fifth spot. That's sixty. Dallas is at 67. Minnesota has 68 points and St. Louis 74. Um, so still a lot of games left. It's a playoff push. We'll see what happens. But uh, I think it for the wild card out in the central, it's going to be between um, Dallas and Minnesota. Who knows? Colorado might come up. They're at 66 points. So um, they're, right, they're right behind Dallas and Minnesota. So not much has changed out there. Chicago's still at the bottom. They don't have a chance. Nashville and Winnipeg are fighting for first spot. Metro, kind of the same story. I mean, not a lot changing there. There, there is a little bit of change, though. The uh, you know Pittsburgh has now dropped down into a wild card spot, but uh, that's basically you know there's five teams in that conference that are still you know all within sniffing distance of the, of number one. Honestly, I mean you got. Uh, the Blue Jackets at 73 points, and then the Islanders and the uh, Capitals at 79 points apiece with Carolina and Pittsburgh, who are taking the three and four spots at 74. So once you get beyond that, you know, Philly, the Rangers, and the Devils are rounding out the bottom. But um, it's kind of interesting to see um, Carolina jumping up into the three spots. They just kind of won't go away. I guess that's a bunch, like of that, jerks. Uh, bunch of jerks. The bunch of jerks won't fucking go anywhere. So. Yeah. The uh, that's that that's uh, like the Brenda Moore style of hockey, right? They're not they're not they just can't get rid of them. So, yeah, um, it's interesting to see, but yeah, that's kind of a wrap up of that division. Yeah, I'll hit the Atlantic real quick. Nothing has changed since last week. Um, the Bruins are still a point ahead of the Leafs in second. Obviously, the the Bolts with uh, 102 points are just you know killing it, blowing everybody away. No chance there for the first place. Plus 83 differential, Tampa. Who the fuck's gonna beat them? Yeah, if they don't win the cup, they're fucked up. Yeah. But the uh, the Canadians, I guess, are the team we talked about in that division. Um, they're in the wild card spot right now with Pittsburgh, and uh, you know, like we talked about, Carolina and, and uh, Carolina's right up there too, as far as um, in and out of that wild card. But I guess the team to watch in, in the Atlantic is going to be the Canadians, and they're playing pretty good. So, I mean, they're only. Uh, Let's see, the Bruins got 83 points, and they've got 75, and the Leafs got 82. So they're, they're a little ways out of, of second and third, but they're holding on to, on to that uh, wild card. So it's possible, you know, with Boston play, coming to play Tampa here um, tomorrow or the next day, you know, and if Montreal gets a win here, I don't know who they're playing, but they could, you know, get getting closer. Yeah, the, the uh, Rangers, no, they just lost in overtime to the Lightning. They were tied. It's overtime just descended. So the Lightning got another W. There we go. Yeah. Out in the Pacific, Calgary's still on top. San Jose um, and uh, Vegas Knights. Uh, Calgary's got 89. I think Calgary's going to hang on out there. Calgary's got a pretty good team. If they stay healthy, knock on wood, uh, they need their goalie to uh, really produce. San Jose's right behind them. 
Uh, Calgary's got 89 points. San Jose's has 82. And Vegas was 71. And then you got Vancouver and Arizona fighting for uh, the wild card there. Uh, Edmonton, Anaheim, and the Kings. It's nothing to talk about. We don't need to waste their breath on them. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there, man. Speaking of the Canadians, they beat the uh, they beat the Red Wings eight to one last night. Now that's an old fashioned ass kicking. That is an ass kicking. Caps beat the Sens seven two. Hurricanes beat the Kings six one. There's a lot of goals still being scored in this league. Definitely a high high scoring league. So it seems like every time I watch a wild game, though, it's like pulling teeth to get a goal. Yeah, I fall asleep. But I'm excited, man. I can't wait for the NHL playoffs. It's this time of year is the best year for sports. Um, you got golf is back in action. Baseball starts up. You got the NHL playoffs. Flip over playoffs. to uh, NASCAR playoffs. if you want to take a little snoozer. So playoffs. there's a lot of sports going on right now, and I'm really excited for uh, the NHL playoffs. 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 Yeah, well, the season is winding down, and this is uh... – you know, as being an NHL podcast, this is what we uh, we live to talk about. So we've been making fun of saying the word playoffs for about, uh, I don't know, three months now. So at least we can say it and not feel so stupid about it. And in what, about 18 games, we'll be getting right into it. So it's going to get exciting, boys. All right, guys. I think that's enough hockey talk for one night. Stay tuned. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, BlueLineHockeyClub.com. Buy some gear on there, hats. Uh, t-shirts, wherever you're looking for, check us out bullyandhockeyclub.com and until next time, keep your stick on the ice Hey ya! We Oh, doctor! Meow! Keep your head up <laughs> Eaters!